The Urban Lore Podcast is brought to you by Objets Etrangers. Objets Etrangers brings you rare, unusual, and interesting art, collectibles, and antiques. Objets Etrangers is constantly on the lookout for the rare and obscure. Look them up on Facebook at Objets Etrangers. There'll be a link in the show notes. Welcome back to the Urban Lore Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Castaños. Remember to like and share our podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also follow us on Twitter at Urban Lore Pod. Allow me to say right away that part of this show deals with an assault. I realize this may be difficult for some listeners, so I wanted to give you a heads up. The topic today is often considered the Internet's first urban legend. I'm not sure how you'd prove that, but Slender Man is most certainly one of the interweb's best-known stories. Unlike so many other urban legends, we know exactly when it was created and by whom. So many urban legends are, we believe it started here or it might be a part of this. Not this one. Slender Man was created in 2009 as a part of a creepy Photoshop contest. The artist, Eric Knudsen, is the creator, and he has clearly said it was pure fiction for the purpose of winning an art contest. His images first appeared under a thread called Create Paranormal Images. He started with two fabricated images of a tall, faceless entity wearing a black suit and tie. The first shows the figure in the background with children playing in the foreground. He would go on to create others. In no time at all, followers created an intricate backstory and other found, in quotation mark, images. Popularity soared and soon he was in memes, video games, and stories on creepypasta. It's around this time, and only shortly after his creation, that the lines between work of fiction and reality began to blur. At a speed only the internet can produce, new stories and sightings were reported all over the world. In spite of its obvious fictional creation, no one cared. It was as if real people wanted it to be. He became the bugaboo of an emerging generation of children as creepy as the images were, only a tiny bit of online research would quickly show you his true origins. But it simply didn't matter. Real horror was unfortunately to follow. Five years after his creation, the mythical figure would be the impetus behind a brutal attack on a 12-year-old Wisconsin girl. The assailants? Two of her 12-year-old friends. On May 31, 2014, Anissa Weirer and Morgan Geiser tricked their friend Peyton Lutner into going into the nearby wooded area to play hide-and-seek. Instead of playing the game, the girls took a 5-inch kitchen knife out of a backpack and proceeded to stab Lutner 19 times. 
her liver was lacerated, as was her stomach. Leaving her for dead, the two girls then walked nearly five miles before being picked up, still with the bloody knife in their backpack. All respect has to go to Lutner, who managed to crawl to a road in spite of her horrific wounds. Doctors later discovered that one stab wound missed a major artery, a likely fatal stroke, by less than one millimeter. She fully physically recovered from her injuries, a true testament to her strength. Why did they do this? During questioning, both girls said that the attempted murder was one step to becoming a proxy for Slenderman. Both attackers would ultimately be declared to have severe mental issues. Now, 19 years old, both are still incarcerated and will be in some form of rehabilitation or treatment for most of their adult lives. Peyton Lutner has graduated high school, but must deal with the trauma of her ordeal for the rest of her life. We can clearly say a fictional character did not cause the horrendous attack. It should be noted that one of the attackers also said she spoke with Voldemort from Harry Potter and one of the Ninja Turtles. The original Slenderman creator, Knudsen, issued a statement saying, I am deeply saddened by the tragedy in Wisconsin and my heart goes out to the families of those affected by this terrible act. He's really not done many interviews since. The final twist, or at least I hope it's the final twist, is the idea of a tulpa being created. If you're not familiar, a tulpa comes from a Tibetan idea that you can create something from your mind that will eventually act on its own in the manner of the original thought or idea. This has been in use to explain the creation of many purely mythical things. It can be hotly debated in some circles if they become a physical entity or just the projection of one's thoughts. As far as Slender Man is concerned, the idea states that hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, brought his tulpa into existence through their shared mental curiosity or infatuation. Those of a science mind might easily dismiss this as impossible. I can't help but think of the stay-puffed marshmallow man at the end of Ghostbusters, not to make light of this. But many people put credence in this theory of a tulpa. If you're a believer of the power of positive thought, is it impossible to comprehend the power of negative thought? The title of this show was The Slender Man Phenomena, and I believe that's very much what it is, a phenomena. It clearly began as a work of fiction. He's a photoshopped image which so resonated with his fans that they created stories and brought him to life. Maybe he is a tulpa, if you're inclined to believe in that. Brought into the world by a combined consciousness of internet browsers. Or at the very minimum, he became the flag bearer for two very troubled young girls who went on to do what they believed was his bidding. Thank you for tuning in. If you listen to us on iTunes, please leave us a five-star rating. If you have comments about this show, feel free to email us at urbanlorepodcast, all one word, urbanlorepodcast at gmail.com. 
And of course, you can follow us on Twitter at UrbanLorePod, and you can leave us a message there. For the Urban Lore Podcast, I'm Tom Castaños. Mm-hmm.